Welcome to the Empowered by Plants podcast, hosted by Emily Henry. I am here to help you along your vegan and fitness journey. I'll teach you what I've learned along the way as a vegan trainer and athlete. On this podcast, I'll be sharing all things vegan, fitness, and fun so that you can become Empowered by Plants. Each week, I'll bring you a special guest, training, or tidbit that will make you feel ignited, inspired, and empowered. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back. Welcome back. Don't ever ask me to sing because I'm terrible. I actually have very traumatic memories of my childhood and being tone deaf and getting made fun of by all my friends. So I think I do it as like an automatic, like I'm embarrassed. So I'm going to sing to make myself feel better because I know I'm already really bad at it. I don't know. That was a little therapy session with me to start off the podcast. I didn't mean to unpack that on you, but here we are. (laughs) Today, we're talking all about plant-based nutrition as an athlete. This topic is probably the most questions and concerns I get about being vegan and in the fitness community is like, well, how can I, how can you be vegan? Or am I, if I go vegan, am I going to see strength loss? Am I going to lose endurance? Am I going to lose energy and stamina? Am I actually going to be able to build muscle on a vegan diet? And we're going to address all of that today. I have been vegan for almost, let's see, 2017 was the official vegan date. So I've been vegan for four years, vegetarian for five officially. And I have been active throughout that entire time. I actually started working out in 2013. 13, right after college, right after I gained the freshman 15 and got into cardio at first and then found my love for weightlifting, strength training, and just being strong as fuck and fell in love with how my physique changed and how I felt in my body and how strong I felt. And um, once I went vegan and in 2017, four years ago now, my performance skyrocketed. Like I was at a great level, but the ability that I was able to create in my workouts and the performance and the endurance that I had is just freaking wild. Um, so, so the big, biggest question is, does a plant-based diet actually support an active lifestyle? And yes, I can 100% agree and all of my clients agree. I am a plant-based personal trainer. I run plant-based personal training virtually via multiple platforms, but mostly Instagram. I have a 90-day signature program called Powered by Plants in order to get you to feel strong, sexy, and confident um, through plant-based nutrition and fitness. And all of my clients have been able to see insane results as they've dialed in their plant-based nutrition or have switched over to becoming plant-based and definitely plant a plant-based diet supports an active lifestyle. Another question that I get a lot is how do you know if you're getting enough calories if all you eat is veggies? Well, this is where I think tracking your food comes in handy. It really teaches you a lot about food, feeling yourself, what calories are in what, like what macronutrients, which being carbs, protein, and fat, what is in what foods and how that fuels your performance and how that makes you feel full and how some meals may not make you feel as full. So you're able to really understand and get a deep understanding of your your food and your fuel so that you don't always have to track forever, but you get that deep understanding through tracking. And what I mean by tracking is using an app like MyFitnessPal or a chronometer. But yeah, anything that would track your macros and your calories and your vitamins. So you can look at, okay, wow, I had, let's say for lunch one day, I had a salad with chickpeas and um, a little bit of hemp seeds and some sauteed veggies. And I was starving an hour later. 
Well, if you look at those calories, like depending on how many um, chickpeas you had, right? If you look at sal- lettuce, right? Lettuce is virtually no calories. Because veggies, virtually no calories, maybe 50-ish, depending on how you're serving. And then chickpeas, if you've got a normal serving, which is about a half a cup, is like 120 calories of carbs and protein. And then you look at hemp seeds, which is a little bit of fat. So if you, overall you look at it, it's a pretty balanced meal, but the calories aren't that high. If you are performing and you're burning calories in your workouts, your meals are going to need to be a little bit more calorie um, dense so that you can feel fuller, your energy is higher, and your your performance is, is being supported by your food by making sure you're eating enough. And so making sure that you're getting balanced meals, adding fats to your meals, nut butters, avocado, hemp seeds, not to be super shy with that to track and understand how much of like that fat calories is in say an avocado or in nuts or whatever and how much you need to feel full and to perform at your best. And then tracking also just helps us see that balance and helps us see, okay, this meal works really well for me. I know that these portions really, really work. So I'm going to continue to eat that or tweak that so that I, I can feel my best. So I would say, how do you know if you're getting enough calories is to track your food and then don't eat just vegetables. Like a vegan diet is not just fruit and veggies. Yes, that's a big part of it. Everyone in the entire world, whether you're vegan or not, should be getting like five servings of fruit and, and veggies at least a day. So adding that in and then adding in the the protein sources, plant-based protein sources, chickpeas, beans, lentils, tofu, tempeh, say it's in, all that good stuff. And then adding in carbs from sweet potatoes, rice, tortillas, lentils, beans, things like that. So making sure you're getting balanced and tracking your food to see what really works for you. What about protein, Emily, though? Like, how do I get protein on a vegan diet? It's 20 fucking one. If you're still asking this question, go educate yourself. Go watch a documentary. Go look up some articles on Google Scholar. Like, go fucking educate yourself. Because if you're still asking that question, when there's impossible meat at almost every restaurant, Beyond Burgers at every restaurant, like you eat, there's just no reason you should be asking that question. But I understand that it is a question. So I'm going to answer it because I support you and I know that you 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 want to know. I'm just going to ramble off a bunch of different foods. Okay, so get ready. Get your pen and paper out or just take notes or put it on your grocery list, whatever. Garbanzo beans, lentils, chili beans, kidney beans, mung beans, tofu, tempeh, seitan, peas, edamame, broccoli, asparagus, white rice, bonza pasta, soy milk, faux meats like Beyond Meats, Impossible Burgers, fake chicken, whatever it is. Like there, there is protein in so much plant-based food and you can totally eat clean and like not eat any of the faux meat, so to say, if that's not something that you're into and still get plenty of protein on a vegan diet. And with that being said, bridging the gap between protein and, and fitness and all that, can you actually build muscle on a vegan diet? Like, is it actually possible though? 1000%. And I've helped hundreds of women do it. And it is so fulfilling to watch watch women stand in their morals of not eating meat and protecting the environment and protecting the animals and still feeling strong and sexy as fuck. Like, it is so, so rad. And I love it. I have been able to build in the last six months. I was in a bulking phase. So I was purposely eating more calories and trying to get stronger, adding some more strength training workouts into my weekly routine, I was able to build almost five pounds of muscle in just six months, which is pretty freaking crazy to me because I've been strength training for at like, you know, what is it? Eight, seven, eight years. And so to be able to build that much in six months all on a vegan diet without eating any animal products is pretty fucking remarkable. So if I can do it, you can do it too. And that's what I help women do all over the country is understand that you can still be strong as fuck, show up to your workouts with full with so much energy, eat the foods that you love and build muscle and look sexy as fuck. Like that's all possible. How does being vegan affect your performance and does it make you really tired? It's the exact opposite actually. And most experience of myself and 
and women who I help go vegan, they actually say, wow, I can't believe how much energy I have. I wake up and I don't need coffee. I wake up ready to go and and energize for my day and want to work out. I can go so much longer. My sleep is so much better. My performance is so much more dialed in and my recovery time is so much stronger. Speaking of recovery, there's a a journal published on vegan diet and sports and exercise. I'm going to read an expert, an excerpt from it. It says performance of vegetarian or vegan athletes were found to be twofold to threefold higher in terms of endurance, stamina, and strength. Time needed to for complete recovery was was found to be reduced in strength in strict vegetarians, with some cases needing a fifth of that time that meat eating athletes needed. So the recovery of vegan and vegetarian athletes is so much less time. And when you're more recovered, you're able to see more progress. And that's the biggest thing that holds people back from seeing results in their fitness is being under recovered. So underslept, under recovered, there's too much inflammation, their body can't recover from their workouts, so they're not actually seeing progress from week to week. And so being a vegan and a vegetarian, you need a fifth of that time compared to meat eating athletes to recover. And so it just allows you to perform better, show up better to each session, each exercise and each week so that you can be your best, do your best and see incredible results. What does like a sample meal plan look like for a vegan athlete? Well, that's a really good question. I don't necessarily, I wouldn't necessarily put a meal plan on anyone because everyone's needs are so different based on their, their energy expenditure, their height, their weight, what their goals are. Like it really, really depends. But I would say the biggest thing that I would want to see in a meal plan from a vegan or a non-vegan athlete would be protein at every meal, five servings of fruit, and maybe eight servings of vegetables, a little more veggies, but definitely the healthy carbohydrates from the fruit. I would also want to see fats in meals that weren't surrounding your workouts. So your pre and post-workout meals being a little lighter in fats, and then your meals outside of that being heavier in, in fats, protein, and then mild carbohydrates, just really hitting those carbs and protein pre and post-workout to supplement your performance and your recovery as well. I'd want to see at least your body weight in ounces of water, a variety of foods, lots of color. So lots of different vegetables, different foods. Like you don't have to eat the same thing every day to see results if you want to. Awesome. But in those meals, I want to see lots of color. I want to see reds, greens, yellow, purple, like all of it. I want to see all those colors every single day in your diet because I know you're getting proper amount of vitamins and minerals that come from those foods. Color in food um, represents different vitamins. So if we can get different colors and when we know we're getting different vitamins and we're supporting our immune system, we're supporting our recovery and we're supporting just our overall health, which is really important as you're an athlete. Keeping your immune system and your health is is number one. So to recap, I want to see protein at every meal. I want to see balanced meals. I want to see an emphasis around carbs and protein pre and post-workout and then fats, higher fats on those other meals that aren't pre and post-workout. So I want to see color. I want to see uh, your weight in ounces in water. So a sample, if I were to look at a day, okay, now this isn't, this isn't per- a perfect plan. This is just something that may work for someone. I would say maybe for breakfast, you have oatmeal with berries and peanut butter. Um, You could shred some zucchini in it for some extra volume and some extra veggies. Sprinkle with some hemp seeds or some flax seeds for some omega-3s and omega-6s and um, good healthy fats. That could be breakfast. And then meal two, maybe it's a pre-workout meal. Maybe you're having some toast with a banana or maybe you're having... My new favorite thing right now is Weetabix. If you have not had Weetabix, oh my God. If you like... This is is a debate. If you like soggy cereal, then you'll like Weetabix. If you don't like soggy 
soggy cereal, you will hate Weetabix. So if you like soggy cereal, go to the store right now and get Weetabix. That would be a great post workout post, uh, I'm sorry, pre workout meal with um, soy milk or something for some extra protein so that you can really hit that protein and, and carb ratio. Or you could have like a fruit smoothie with some protein in it. Post workout, you could have fruit. Um, you could have a post workout shake, which is a pretty simple way to get those those calories and nutrients in. Tofu scramble with with some tortillas, maybe a burrito or some tacos. Something where you're getting that protein and you're getting the carb source that's going to help keep you full. It's going to send the um, right nutrients to your muscles to recover from the stimulus that you just created in the workout. Then after those three meals, we've had breakfast, we've had pre-workout, we've had post-workout. Then we're going to have a snack. We're probably having a piece of fruit or something for snack. Or we're having a plate of veggies with uh, a source of protein, say a tin, tempeh, tofu, or some beans. And then lastly, meal five, you're going to have a dinner, lots of lots of high quality veggies here, and then some carbs to to help with protein synthesis and then keeping you full. You don't want to eat that too early before bedtime though. You want to eat about an hour and a half to two hours before bedtime. So then your body's fully digesting. We don't disrupt sleep with digestion. So making sure that you're eating that that meal before bed, having veggies, proteins, carbs. So like bonza pasta would be a great dinner. You could also do, if you want to do like a lower carb dinner, You could do a salad with veggies and protein with some healthy fats on there, avocado, some kimchi or some sauerkraut, hemp seeds, all that, making sure that you're getting a good source of nutrients, color, and calories. I know that wasn't super specific. I don't like to be super specific with meal plans because I don't like to pin anyone for not eating those things or to make someone think that they have to eat that way to see results. That is not true at all. You, as long as you're in your calorie goal, you're hitting your protein and um, hitting the goals that you need to hit or hitting the calorie goals that you need to hit for your specific goals, then that's what's going to get your results, not necessarily the food choices. So you can choose whatever you want to eat as long as it's going to keep you satiated, keep you full. It supports what I said about what we want to see, high calorie or high calorie, high quality protein, carbs, and colors. If you have questions about vegan performance, vegan athletics, send me an uh, Instagram message on Instagram, DM, at Empower Training, and I'd be happy to answer them um, in the next episode. As for working together, if you're like, Emily, you're fucking awesome. Let's do this thing. Let's work together. Send me a message on Instagram with um, the word podcast, and I'll be sure to send you a special special message on how we can get started and what our next steps are so that you can become powered by plants. With that being said, I hope you have a beautiful day. I'm so proud of you for taking the next step to reduce your meat consumption or if you're already vegan. I love you. I support you and see you next time. Disclaimer, this podcast is produced for your universal listening pleasure. Any statements shared during our program are opinions and experiences of our team and guests. If you disagree with any content presented herein, please find another show before submitting nasty grams. This is a positive vibes only platform. If you love our show and want to connect, share your experiences, or know someone who we should interview on future episodes, please don't hesitate to get in touch through our website or Instagram. Thanks for listening to this program brought to you by Daydreamer Network. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or your preferred platform. Your feedback allows us to rank on the best new shows list and continue to grow our podcasts in order to bring more unique and talented storytellers to the network. To check out our shows, including programs about relationships, sports, business, nutrition, leisure, and more, head to www.daydreamernetwork.com. We look forward to seeing you back next week for another great episode. Have a wonderful day.